and he's just helped it around the corner, almost catching practice for the outrider. What a what a great moment for Chris Suburg. And then everyone got around, and Sonny's went everywhere, and my hat went backwards, and yeah, it was couldn't hope for it anything better. It was, it was beautiful. Welcome back to the Uni Cricket Podcast. Here for um, episode two of the season. Uh, it is Thursday, the seventeenth of October, and I'm with a special guest. Chris Saberg and my co-host Corey. How are we going, fellas? Not bad, Maxie. I thought I was a special guest, but you know, no. We've got the man of the hour in the room, so Chris. Chris hey, how are we going? Going all right, mate. Um, what should we talk about first? Weekend wrap up. We've had a fair bit of cricket. We'll have a weekend wrap since we have six six games in two days. Yeah. Um, and we've had round one the week before. And we, we missed round one. So yeah. Lots to discuss. We, we have. We've actually had. So we had round one Williton. We had the ones win. Um, in Willerton for the first time in 25 years. So half yes. our squad wasn't born. Um, I think Straw, Biz and Viv were the only ones actually born at the time of the ones last one there. So it was a big win away um, against some strong opposition. Um, the twos lost. The threes won a nail-biter by three runs. Yes. The fours lost, unfortunately. I've Sam Ashton. I mean, Sam, Sam Harrison has officially adopted Lockie Ashton. I believe that has happened. Despite yep. the fact that he's only a year older than him or something. Yeah, I don't know how that works, but he's apparently done. He's a lawyer, so he would have found his way around it. Um, and then we have the this week where the fours play on Sunday at James. They got a rare opportunity to play at James the first yeah. time in, in a while. They unfortunately lost um, that one. A um, couple of good signs. Good to see Mitch Rocha fume a few times. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mitch, the kit man. Um, and then we had... Games on the weekend against Freo yeah. and Subi for the Straw, ones and twos. Why don't you uh, run us through the ones for the weekend? Uh, yeah, good start Saturday. Uh, playing Freo, uh, won a toss and batted. We posted two ninety two. Mm. I think it was. Um, played a few runs there. Yeah, a couple, yeah. Of <laughs> a couple of couples. Couple of <laughs> and then one thirty three got out. Thank you. First time of the season for the boys. Yeah, first one. Um, so it was good and is. Uh, got an 86 or 84. Oh, didn't want it. No, uh, yeah, just choked in the end. Yeah, maybe um, if he gets, goes in the podcast once we're done. Yeah, might be yeah. if he wants to come on. Just A couple of funny shots we played in a row there. Three three balls in a row we, we both could have got out in, at one point and yeah. I fortunately got dropped and he played the same shot and got caught. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. Uh, and yeah, we, we got through that and bowled pretty well collectively as a group and then uh, won that game and then we played Subi here again at James, uh, probably 40 runs short of a decent total. Of a mm. decent total. Um, I went 80 again and Viz went 40 through the back end of the innings um, and then there wasn't sort of too many partnerships through the middle so that's where it sort of cost us. But um, yeah, well, I determined or switched on Coulton Isle sort of at the end of the game, sort of put us out of it a bit yeah. with a, a quick 550 um, but we took it 45 overs so wasn't too bad effort, only only restricting, uh, oh, only getting two hundred and fourteen. So yeah, yeah. Fair enough. And the uh, twos on Sunday. Twos on Sunday went down unfortunately twice um, over the weekend to mm. Freo and Subi. A couple of middle order collapses on the Saturday and the Sunday. But Chip and Dave Aldridge, Dave wound back the clock. Yeah. Some nice runs. So apparently it was an okay total. Uh, Mitch tried his best with the ball both days. Um, and then the threes and fours both had losses, I believe. Right. 
Uh, not, which is strong. not the strongest weekend. Not the best weekend, but, but we bounce back this weekend. We Maxi. will bounce back this weekend, but we can, must not forget Sunday, Will Stibbs, 100 games as coach of uni cricket. Straw, what's your favourite Stibber memory? Stibber memory? Uh, I haven't been here that long, so there, there, there should be a few thousand. But oh, it's a year. I just enjoy every time he laughs. It's a, it's a, it's a comical laugh. I find his laugh funny. Um, but no real stories, man. Okay. Um, my my story is a bit personal. He, he told me one week that I needed to be black and white with my batting. Mm. And then the following week when I was going black and white, he asked me, that. he told me I needed more shades of grey. Okay. To which I didn't have a response to. <laughs> <laughs> um, your favourite memory? My favourite set of memories. Because he, he used to run the twos, right? I don't know if he still does. But like when we'd ever, when we wouldn't make runs, Corey would be playing in these games a couple of years ago, and we'd be by at like one twenty. And still, the sort of guy who you wouldn't get upset, no. But he'd, he'd just sit down and change room after the games and just and just chat to you, like a good like twenty five minutes. And you're like, no phones allowed, absolutely not. No and, shoelaces, darling. And especially yeah, in the eye, and especially in that small James Oval change room. Stiver always takes the the couch. That wicketkeeper's couch, and that's if 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 no if Stiver sits on the couch and there's one too many seats for the benches, and I was always the one who had to sit like in the middle of the change room, just like peer straight up him as if I was like a seven year old. That's my that's my favourite Stiver cricket memory. Fun fact about that chair's been moved into the opposition change rooms now. Oh really? To which Rob Honeyball was fuming Roughly on Sunday so, morning when he walked into the change rooms. So, yeah, it's a bit of, bit of goss around, around James Oval. Mm. Rex was too scared to go and get it from the other end. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. Shock. Mm. Yeah. All right, first question, Straw. Right. What's your middle name? Middle name, two middle names. Uh, John Martin. It was originally John, and then my granddad died when I was only really young, so I got changed to John Martin. Okay. What did you have for breakfast? Breakfast, I had uh, Special K and Sultanas. Is that a usual? It has been a way, yeah. Is that trying to be a bit better? Is that what you've done? Is that what you did when you made a hundred? Uh, no, I don't do it on Sundays. I went and got a, um, I went and got a chicken and salad sandwich for breakfast. Interesting. Mm. Where from? Uh, Barracks. Nice. Oh, yeah. What did you have for breakfast, Corey? Today, yeah. uh, I had four pieces of toast with two tins of baked beans and then I had oats bulk season with for the protein, with protein. <laughs> bulk season for the chicken. exactly right okay what was your involvement in the BBL02 flag for the Brisbane Heat uh made probably a glorified field to be fair yeah uh, played the last fixture um James Hopes got injured in the warm up so mm-hmm. I played the last one against Hobart was my debut down there and then played the seven in the final. Um, yeah, it took half a dozen catches. So, Sick. Yeah. What was the celebrations after winning? I've heard these stories and I can't I wait for you to elaborate a little bit more on these. Uh, yeah, pretty good. Um, it was a home final, wasn't it? No, it was here. It was here. Okay. It was here. And I'm still trying to figure out where <laughs> we were that, that night. Okay. Well, it wasn't not because I was intoxicated too much. I just don't didn't know Perth. So. Yeah. Coming here now, I'm trying to find out. I think it must have been Northbridge somewhere. Um, but yeah, we had a good night. We had uh, Kimo Roach was buying bottles of 
what's it? Is it uh, the Don Perignon? Yeah. That one, whatever, however you Champagne. say it. Champagne. Champagne. Uh, it had a glow and a dark label. So he was running around <laughs> about showing that off all night. Um, him and Buff Lehman, so they were loving that. But yeah, we had a good night. Um, and then, yeah, I still want to try and find where that place was, but it was a long, a long maybe, time ago. Maybe you closed it down for good. Well, yeah. It was a, it was a long time ago, so probably not there anymore. Mm. Okay. Apart from being a pro cricketer, what did you want to be as a kid? Uh, probably not a lot else, really. Um, cricket was number one. Um, and I think I, I wanted to play footy as well, some sort of footy, but uh, pretty much sport was... The main go? Yeah, okay. when I was young. And what not, sort of... Not a pitcher, a baseball pitcher with your arm? I do, yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's probably a good point. Um, yeah, probably shortstop, because Dad played a lot of baseball as well. He played some rep stuff for Queensland, some country stuff, and, um, yeah, I, I love baseball, so... Yeah, what baseball team do you support? I go for the Cardinals, um, but they're not in it anymore. So oh, there you go. <laughs> right. Um, what does Perth do better than Brisbane? Uh, definitely not winter. I'll tell you that. Really? <laughs> I don't like the cold. So Brisbane's winter is pretty good. Nice yeah. and you know, mid twenties, low twenties every day. Uh, what's it do better? Um, it's a lot greener in the mm. summer. Like back home now, it's, it's very hot and it's not even summer yet. It's, I think it was 37 there today. Right. Um, and it's just a dust bowl. So uh, I think the summers are probably a bit nicer, but uh, no storms as well. Yeah. So every every Thursday or Friday, you're probably going, oh, is it going to rain? Are we going to get called off? Are we going to play cricket? Mm. You have to wake up Saturday morning and look out if it has been raining or if it's sunny. So right. Here, it's generally pretty good. Yeah. Corey, have you ever been to Brisbane, mate? I have, actually. Run me through that experience. Uh, I was in year five at the time. We did the classical um, Gold Coast theme parks. Yes. For holidays in maybe April. Yeah. Um, went around. I remember driving from Brisbane to Gold Coast or Gold Coast to Brisbane, one of the two. Um, it's like an hour and a half, hour and a half trip. Oh, an hour, yeah, yeah. An hour trip. And then um, just remember the Wet n' Wild and Dreamworld. Mm. Um, went on that ride that has closed down since the events of a couple of years oh, ago. Oh, yeah. What, what happens? That's the one, yeah. Is that your favourite? Um, no. Favourite of the trip was the Wet n' Wild where you went down on like a mat down the big slide. Yeah, Where you went like, yeah, head first and you race your, like race my brother, race my dad. Were you wearing any like special, like, were you dressed up as any character or would you go in like your series? Just series. <laughs> I remember when I was like seven, we are at the Tokyo um, Disneyland and like all the family, so many family photos were taken on that day because there were so many relatives with us. I'm just wearing this, and I'm the youngest in the family and I was just wearing this little Buzz Lightyear costume. <laughs> so they just me in like a Buzz Lightyear costume in like every second family photo we've got. <laughs> I'll cop it though. <laughs> Okay, Straw and Corey, right? Warm lighting or bright light lighting? Oh, I've actually, my opinion's been changed on this. I'm going with warm lighting, but dull. Warm, dull. I've got a, just recently been given a salt lamp. Yeah. And very good lighting. What's very a salt good. lamp? 
it's it's Himalayan rock salt, yeah. a big rock, and in the middle of the rock is a light, sure. and it's supposed to purify the air and um, help you sleep, oh, uh, like wind down at night. It's really nice. It's really good. But that light that it generates is actually really soothing. So now that's my favourite type of light. There you go. Uh, yeah, definitely not bright. I don't like bright. So I'm probably the warm, very dark. So yeah, yeah, I don't like yeah, that. I like that, especially when I'm tired, which is a lot of the time. Okay. <laughs> what are some nicknames you've had over the years? Uh, not many. I've had straw since I was ten, so that's a long time now. That's nineteen years. Um, probably not nicknames, but I've I've had a few weird names for my surname you know when you go away with a, a state or something you have yeah. everyone's name in the book i've had oh you know s-a-b-u-i-g e-i-g i've been chinese once i've had sabing <laughs> uh that's probably one most Sabine. memorable one chris sabing yeah the first He's chinese redhead to yeah. play for queensland under, under 12s chris sabing <laughs> chris sabing um, yeah not many nicknames no. okay Corey. I've had a few actually. I've had, I've had rockets, rock art, very generous. <laughs> <off> my <laughs> Does have any interesting backstory? Uh, <laughs> I did get called something last year. I can't remember the. Can you say it on there? No, I can't actually. Oh, I, I can't say it on there. I have to skip Sorry, it. Matt's yours. <laughs> Don't have a nickname. Not Peggy? Uh, nah. Where'd Peggy come from? <laughs> Peggy's, the story behind the nickname Peggy is like so. It never lives up to expectations. So I've always thought, should I just make up some story? <laughs> but to make it sound good. <laughs> but really it's not. Like, uh, I was in year eight and we had, um, so it's Pedro, that's where it's from. Uh, that was my name in high school and like now I guess as well. And um, so it was like, have you seen Napoleon Dynamite? And you know there's a character called Pedro who goes for like the class yep. president. I, we all had like a speech to do, um, and at the end of my speech, I was like, both and Pedro, you know, all people would have seen it, and everyone was like, what the hell is he talking oh, yeah. about? Didn't even get the role as president, <laughs> but the nickname stuck. No. Yeah, weird. Unfortunate? I don't know, just that but bad. That's all right. Pedro's all right. Yeah, I'm kicking. Yeah. All right. What's the most ridiculous fact you know? Fact. Nah, nothing. Terrible memory. I don't have anything for you there. Fact. Mm, no. You have any funny facts, Corey? You might seem to switch on. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. I do have a funny fact for you. It might not be funny, but it's a fact. If you wear tinted glasses that are of the blue tone variety, you you will become like you will feel colder than if you wore like a lens that was browner. Really? Yeah. Got told that today. Apparently, it's factual. I'm need to go do my research, but yeah. that's the fact that I've got source from that. Uh, you five year old from um, <laughs> Wesley College today. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to run on source. that. Okay. My fact is I don't know if you've heard this, but apparently, the Camfield Bar, right, the bar at the Camfield next to Optus Stadium, yep. is the longest bar in the Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> the longest bars. Interesting. Is it that long? <laughs> I reckon I've been there once. I don't feel but like it's it that long. it isn't noticeably long. No, no, it isn't. And it's like a... It's like a maze sort of like cube thing. Yeah, it's like a cube square. Yeah. Square shape. It's 
It's not just one single straight line. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not that long. Anyway. Straw, finish the sentence. Mitchell Johnson comes in at the Gabba 2013, runs in and bowls to Kevin Peterson. He top edges and who catches him? Subfielder, Chris Saberg, down at Farmer. <laughs> <laughs> run us, run us through that moment for the listeners. I'm sure you're not sick of explaining this to the thousandth time. Uh, yeah, good times. Um, how do I, how do I start this? I was on the field earlier in the day, and I fielded a couple of balls down five meters and whipped them in over the top with my rocket. Oh yeah. Um, so I got a bit of confidence from that. Uh, and then, yeah, it was a bit later on. Harris come off the field for change of socks. And uh, yeah, went down finally. Happened pretty quick. I'm not sure what ball the over must have been third or fourth ball or something. Um, just a bit of a squirt. It wasn't a big top edge, which was nice because if it was a massive high, you know, if you tried to hit it for six and got a big top edge, it would have went a lot higher. So mm. it's uh, at the Gabba, they've got the, sh- the shade sails on, the, on the, um, the stadium and it didn't sort of get too far above that. So luckily, he didn't try to take it too hard. but um, yeah, obviously just watched it in and tried to get into position as soon as I could. Didn't want to make a meal of it. But, yeah. Um, at the time, I wasn't too nervous, which was weird because the second time I did it with uh, Australia with, against the Kiwis, I was very nervous. Very, very nervous that time. And you're almost famous for cocking the ball in two hands after taking the catch. You're yeah. almost famous for that. Yeah, I was... Throw the ball up and give it a bit of a yeah, you get a bit of a fist pump or whatever you want to call it, a bit of a show off. Um, yeah, Joe Burns gave me a bit of grief about that. Really? Yeah, he said, "Who are you, who are you waving to?" And I said, "I don't know, mate." Just, yeah, just catching the ashes. I'm not just gonna stand there and roll in and not smile yeah. or anything. So, uh, yeah, get a bit of grief about that. I think I've got, got the uh, footage here. Do you? Oh. Load. while you're loading that, is it? Strat Saberg on marvelous ashes moment. So I might have clicked on the wrong one there. So is it true <laughs> you've been named in four books in in the process of taking that catch? Uh, I don't know about four. I know two. You can you know the other two. You can I think it was a Rick, like a Michael Clark captain's diary as well. Okay. which might have been the third. Darren Lehman's and Kevin Pearson's. That's the sort of detail that Michael Clark would put in. Like, yes, it would. Okay. Yeah, I know I'm in um, Mitch Johnson's and Borf's, but yeah, I didn't know the other two. Did you, um, is it true that when you got off the field, your phone was flat because it was running that hot with text messages? Yeah, so obviously we have to put the phone in the, um, in the valuables bag, the, the suitcase, wherever they take it off us um, at the start of the day, and obviously it was, you know, 99% or whatever when I got to the ground at 8 o'clock or whatever time. Um, and yeah, it went flat from all the buzzing and so vibrating. So were you in the dressing room during lunch and tea and stuff? Uh, yeah, most times I'm doing stuff though. So I'm yeah. getting um, Just help you shirts out. dry or gloves. So what's the environment in there? So no phones allowed in the chain room? Yeah, not allowed obviously for the batting and match fixing and all that stuff. Oh, of course. Um, but they've got like a a rock box with the music and just an iPod with you no know, like a like one of those real old iPods. Yeah. Think iPod Touch. Yeah, one of the ones you can't sort of connect to or whatever with the Wi-Fi. Um, 
but yeah, there's music always going, drums and like it's always going, and then they'll obviously turn it up when they want to and turn it down. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a busy place. Like there's always guys walking around. There was three of us, um, twelve feet are doing mm. stuff. Um, one of the days I went out and faced Peter Siddle and then that T1 to have a bowl because he was uh, in the squad as well. So he bowled to me for about 45 minutes at uh, one of the lunch breaks, day three. Um, so yeah, it's, always, it's a busy place in there. Mm. Okay. What three people from uni cricket would you want with you on a zombie outbreak? Zombie outbreak. Uh, three people. Chippers, uh, sheepers, because he's just a psycho. So he'd obviously try and take a few on. Would he try and eat you? Um, if he turned, I'd back him. I'd back him not to turn. Yeah, okay. He'd fight him off because he's just a crazy man. Um, probably who else? I'm just trying to look outside to see. Um, Definitely not Mitch Drennan. Are you good? Just, just don't think you'd have the, the skills for a zombie out, right? He's going to listen to this and be like, yeah. what? <laughs> I will receive a text message as soon as he finishes listening to this. Yeah. Uh, let's say Corey Roccacholi because he'll be able to tell me my running technique is either off or on at the time if I'm running away. <laughs> the cheap S&C of the, ap- the apocalyptic. High uh, knees, high knees. <laughs> yeah. uh, and the third one. Who's the third one? Two. You're just trying to think of a uni player, aren't you? Well, I'm trying to think of someone who is either quick, there's not many of them. But is it, is it necessarily people who are fast, people who can strategize? Strategize, well, because you, you tell me one of the smart people. You know, I reckon I'd get Rob in there. Rob, why? He's a tech genius, tech He's nerd. Tech genius, okay. I'll go with Rob then. Yeah, I reckon I'd get the tech nerd in there, Corey. Tech nerd, yeah, but what happens if all the technology's down? Nah, you'd think of something. Same with Stiller, like you don't reckon he'd be the goat in the zombie outbreak, but I reckon you could back him in. <laughs> Do you reckon, not, not, not Matthew Burrell, because all he did was his fume at the, uh, the zombies. <laughs> he'd sit there and just throw his hands around and fume with a couple of grunts. He yeah, may join him with the amount of grunting he does. Um, yeah, I'd go with Rob and Stiller. Interesting. Anyone for you, Corey? Um, oh, see, I like chip, the chip. The chip answer. Yeah, I, I agree. Chip. Um, chip is a good one. Trying to think if there's there's any. Maybe Emil. He's got some good outdoor skills. Well, so he says he has outdoor skills, but he did just flood his car he three weeks ago. He did. Yeah, he did just flood his Land Cruiser and had mud and caked in it for three weeks. He's still <laughs> cleaning it out. Um, That's amazing. Man. Uh, he's got a question mark. Let me have a look at that. Shouts on the change rooms. <laughs> um, Amateur. Not, not, not Viv Paver because you run out of, um, run out no, of stuff. He doesn't like. would be good because you just like in those quiet times you would just be talking about things which are absolutely unnecessary. Yeah, and that would take your that would take your mind off keeping you calm. Yeah, we don't have too many like we have a lot of smart people, but I don't know if they're very practical people. What about lines? Yeah, lines would be handy. Yeah, lines, I reckon, like, if, when all is said and done, if you're in like a life situation, you just hose you. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good, that's a, yeah, that's an interesting one. There's a few boys to be, be up there, a few boys definitely not. Yes. Love the way
Um, what do you do outside of periods, Rob? Uh, currently working for Holman, so I'm a uh, order picker for them. Shout out to the major sponsors. Yes, mm. thanks to Holman and uh, Wally Edwards for helping me out there with some work when I first got to Perth uh, just over a year ago, so appreciate that. Um, that's work, and then obviously try and get away and do other things when I'm not playing cricket. Yeah, have you been going away recently? <clears throat> no, not with the start of cricket, but got got away a little bit in the in the off season to Margaret River a couple of times, um, and yeah, sort of checking out a few more places around Perth. I don't yes, haven't really seen that much. But yeah, have you um, been up north? I haven't been up north. No, um, I've heard it's hot, so might go up there after Christmas in yeah. winter. Yeah, winter. Get away from it. Um, what are the listeners? What would the listeners who are majority university players or supporters not know about you? Not know about me. Um, I was set three and four in fitness. Which mind you, if you go onto YouTube and type in <laughs> Christopher Savage's <laughs> name, it will come up with his set three and four Just instructional that. video. Yeah, no, I, I was doing a bit of pre-work before. And there's this like 15 minute video with like 65 views. I'm like, what on earth is this? <laughs> I don't know how it's got 65 views. <laughs> there's a lot of people searching his name. There's people are in trouble if they're going It's the 65 people looking for your highlights when you took the catch. Looking at my assessment from set three and four. What movie have you seen more than five times? More than five times. Couple. Uh, Forrest Gump. Love it. Um, You'll be Hank's man. Yeah, he's good, but that movie's just next level. Yeah. Um, I Love You, Man. It's a good movie. I don't know if you know it. I think I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, it's a comedy. That's another one. I don't really watch that many movies, to be fair. I'm late. Okay. more a TV show? Yeah, I've probably watched uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine every episode probably 15 times. It's so good, I reckon, Brooklyn Nine-Nine to watch just before you go to bed or something. Yeah, I'll just put it on whenever I've got, you know, if I'm cooking or cleaning or whatever, I'll just put it on, listen to it, and I pretty much know most of the words now. So. I go through phase with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, I'll watch two seasons in like a week and a half, and then won't touch for an 18 months. <laughs> do it again. Yeah, I've watched it a lot. A lot. Do you have any funny Will Bazisto stories? Now that he's out oh, of yeah. the state, and you live with him for the, while you were here, do you have any stories that you can tell that are... Uh, able to be told on air. <laughs> uh, are you referring that the boss does things which are unable to be told on air? Yes, most <laughs> people do do things that are unable to be told on air. They don't feel too much out. Do they, Corey? Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this their story? Not too many I can probably say on, on the podcast. Uh, Any unusual habits? Is it true he didn't eat a chip, hasn't eaten a chip for five years? No, that's longer than five years. Apparently the story goes, him and Stephen Caniglio on like an under-15 steak tour had a bet about who would not eat chips for the longest. And Caniglio, I think, has given up and Boz is still going through with it. It's just Boz versus Boz. Boz. <laughs> and not only has he done that, I've watched Boz eat potato wedges, like, like the, the wedges, but not have chips. Because <laughs> oh, the word was chips, so wedges is okay. It's different. Yeah. Uh, no, nothing, nothing too much to boss, no. okay. yeah. yeah, he's a good man. Miss you, boss. Alright. What are your goals for the season, Straw? I want to win a flag. Um, I, 
won one a few years ago back in Brisbane, and it was the best thing ever. Yeah. Um, so I want to win a flag, especially with the team we've got. We've got some young guys that are good players that if they can sort of be exposed to that early doors when they're 18, 19, I think they'll realise that it's a bit more than just like turning up and hoping you play well or something mm-hmm. like take the game on and, you know, try and do something in the game mm-hmm. and be an influence in the game or take a catch or, you know, take a wicket when we need one. So definitely a premiership is the top. Um, and if I can obviously get runs and contribute to that, that's obviously yeah. awesome. going to help us. So um, score as many runs as I can, which will help us win those, win those lives. Yeah. So the real question is, you've got an average of 118.5 for the season. Is that you done for the season now? You keep the average and move on? Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm um, going down to second grade to keep my first grade average intact. <laughs> I can take the average, the, the average, <laughs> the average award name on board. Thank you very yeah, much. Rob, you know the second grade runs are harder to come by than first grade runs. Right? Yeah, I, it's so, all I red can, ball. There's no white ball in terms. Yeah, I can face, uh, I can face fast balls, but I can't face the uh, little medium paces in there. So. I'll probably stay in my room, yeah. So you wouldn't want to face Evangelisti? I wouldn't want to face... bowling medium. No, I think I faced a few times last year and had a bit of trouble. Yeah. yeah. It's noticeably slow. Probably slower than you, Corey. <laughs> probably. I did try and arc him up. I um, can't spin him. What else do we have for the list? I've got a couple shout-outs. Um, people who came up to me the last couple of weeks and they enjoyed the podcast. We'll give them a bit of praise. We've got Will Bissett, who I uh, saw outside of the... On a line at night, so we said, nice podcast, mate. <laughs> Uh, who else? David Hare. You wanted to shout out, shout out, Dave. Uh, Bozzy, Ailey, um, Harry. All these people from England. Whoever, yeah, whoever big support. We got supporters from the UK, mate. That's that's elite. We got, we've got global listeners, but that's it for now. Yeah, that's thanks it. very much for listening in. Um, what are we doing? We've got a, a social on Saturday night, social so be on there. Night. Talk to Robin Lyons. Details later tonight. Um, we, this week we are versing. Uh, we have ever seen Claremont. One's away at Creswell, two's are at home. Okay. Uh, thank you very much, Straw. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me.